Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We sure do talk a lot about forwards, and that's kind of the way it's been in Pittsburgh for about 40 years. Everything good that's happened to the franchise, with very, very few exceptions, has come up front. Well, the next cup will come from the back, not from the front. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. The same place you found this. Penguins have another exhibition Tomorrow night against the Sabres, I'll be over there at PPG Paints Arena. Looking forward to that. I've been kind of tied up for the better part of this training camp with football and baseball. And baseball just ended last night in Pittsburgh, although theoretically it actually ended in about mid-May. And it'll be good to see where the club is right now. They're obviously only a, a couple of cuts away from having a final roster. They're at 26 at this point, after another cut yesterday of Taylor Fadun, there hasn't been any surprising cuts to date, I guess, other than Drew O'Connor, maybe, and losing Radim Zahorn on waivers. But other than that, the team is pretty much the way you'd expect it would be. It is a team that has some potential up front, particularly the top six. It has some possibilities to have decent grinders and so forth, uh, particularly on the fourth line. Third line, I talked about yesterday, not going to beat that horse to death. It's kind of eh for me. But this defensive group and the goaltending is where this is going to have to start. And I mean start. One of the things about the Mike Sullivan system that gets underplayed a lot, I think, is that As much as he emphasizes the speed, the forecheck, and from there, the possession of the puck once you have it, none of that matters until things are taken care of in their own end. He himself sees that as the start of the process. He's always felt that way, but he's now going to have to emphasize it, I believe, more than ever. And here's what I mean when I say that, because I I can feel that As I do say it, there can be some cringing there like, oh, no, we're going to turn into the 1995 Devils or something. Uh, And if that predates as a reference for some of you, as I'd imagine it will, that's the worst kind of hockey. That's just skating backward, filling the middle of the rink and preventing, preventing, preventing without ever really attacking. That is not his system at all. What he wants is for there to be a start to the possession. He doesn't particularly care how it comes, which is where it can look a little bit different the way the Penguins play at their end versus how they play at the far end. And what I mean by that is he doesn't necessarily want 
in the defensive zone for you to go gangbusters to go get that puck. He does want that in the neutral zone. He does want that in the attacking zone. But in the defensive zone, he's more mindful of keeping the puck itself out of what he refers to to his players as the danger areas. And that's pretty much a mythical rectangle in front of the Pittsburgh net. If they sense a certain vulnerability from the opponent, in other words, and you see this a lot on penalty killing when a an opposing player turns their back to you in their attacking zone, go get them. Go get them because they're not going to be able to fasten eyes to the back of their head. They're not going to be that creative. They're limited in what they can do. Go get them. Force it. And maybe even have someone else come over and help you. But for the most part, you're going to see them just kind of stay put and ensure that the puck, if it gets through to Tristan Jari, that it's going to get through as a shot, but even then, it's going to be in a way that is not going to have a ton of opposing traffic around you. He can see it. He can make the save. He can be responsible with the rebound. Someone can take that rebound and begin the process. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. I give you a little bit too much hockey X and O there. Well, it's getting to be that time of year, isn't it? And I am genuinely curious to see if that's something that the head coach will want to push a little bit more. Because let's be blunt here. The main portion of this group, the core, isn't getting any younger. And neither is Jeff Petrie, who was brought in at age 34. And neither's Jeff Carter. So any kind of notion that you have that the forwards are just going to be able to fly up and down the rink and make things happen is very, I don't know, 2009. I guess you could throw in 2016 and 2017 because they did win, but they won with this insane collection of speed at a time when that wasn't really being emphasized. The Penguins were the freak that year, or actually both of those years in the NHL, but especially 2016. As Brian Burke recently pointed out, and it's a great observation on his part, the Penguins were the only small team in those playoffs, meaning 2016. They went in and they willingly took a beating from the Capitals and pretty much anyone else who played them and just kept flying. Well, that was then and this is now. So even though Sullivan's system hasn't changed hardly at all the idea that everything has to start from the back i believe would create a broader sense of responsibility in everyone read starting with gino okay but ensuring that the penguins would keep their not just their goals against down but their shots against their chances against their zone entries against it would make them a smoother more responsible it's a word I'm looking for here, like a more adult team, you know, a team that kind of plays like the older, smarter guys on the rink. That's a good, good approach for this group for a couple of reasons. One, 
They got a better chance of winning. Two, they have a better chance of lasting, meaning physically and otherwise, through a long regular season to be as fresh and healthy as possible into the playoffs. When we come back, J1Q. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Today's J1Q comes from RW, who asks, The Penguins have the oldest team in the NHL and compete in a very long season in which just making the playoffs is much more important than the seeding. Can the Penguins organization, meaning the ownership, management, coaching, and players, effect a player load management scheme like the NBA and Major League Baseball have? We all know the trope that NHL player... Breaks his arm, equipment manager creates a splint with hockey sticks, and the player's ridiculed if he misses more than one shift. That's good stuff, and it's timely stuff. It's a timely question, given the subject that I just brought up in the opening segment. I will normally answer this question by saying, hell no, they will never do this. The main reason for that is that Sullivan will answer the question that way. When it comes to load management, I'm guessing that you're referring to sitting out X number of games. This is something that I've talked about on this show. If you have 82 regular season games and you go through and you find, let's say, 12, all on the road, all involving some sort of back-to-back situations or home-and-home situations or extensive travel situations, I I would do this. I would do the thing you're talking about, and I would have a conversation, a sit-down, This and this is why I, I think you brought this up, ownership, management, and everybody sitting down and saying, listen, you're 35 years old. We do need to get into the playoffs, but we don't care where we finish in the Metro. We never have. Go look at the correlation of the Penguins' own past between their five cups and where they finished in their division in the regular season, you will find none. It just really doesn't matter in hockey. And then you explain, we just signed a good bunch of you to longer-term contracts into your 40s. And we, the Pittsburgh Penguins, want to protect this investment and have you sit out these 10 or 12 games. It'll be hockey like from the 70s when the schedule was just 72 games. We're going to do that. Now, they'll bite back. Uh, You'll be the talk of the sport. You'll be the first team in the NHL that does it. But you won't be, as you noted, the first team in professional sports that does it. And you'll tick off, especially when you get on trips like Western Canada 
and they won't see Sidney Crosby one night in Calgary or whatever it is, or the league will be robbed of another Sid versus McDavid matchup in Edmonton. And who cares? Who cares? The obligation that the Pittsburgh Penguins have, never mind to fans and people in Pittsburgh, the obligation that they have to themselves is to put themselves in the best conceivable scenario to win a sixth cup. I don't know that sitting Sid for 10 or 12 games is going to guarantee you a cup, okay? I'm just talking about making it more likely that they enter healthy and energetic and everything else because you will need it. You will need it in the playoffs. There's no second gear in the playoffs. But again, the head coach has said No, this won't happen. So maybe there's a different way of approaching it. Maybe there's a way where you can look at it as, all right, they're going to get maintenance days, as they're called now, in practice. They're just not going to be out there very often. They're not going to participate in all of the skates the way, for example, Gino does. You're going to tell him, Gino, sleep in, man. We're at a hotel. We're on the road. Just sleep in. All right. Don't worry about it. Your legs will be just fine when you get to the rink for the actual game. That kind of stuff, I think, is plausible. I really do. But there's more to find out about this. More on this subject to come for sure over the next few days leading up to the season opener. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 